there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. It's good to have you on board as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino, as always. Such a great week. So much going on in the sports world, including the ma- on top of everything else, we get the Masters this week. Yes. Jeez. Let's uh, go. And to talk about it right now, Ryan Ballinger joins the program from uh, Golf News Net. Ryan, thanks for the time this morning. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Doing really well. Let me ask you this. At the top of the odds board now, we're talking about three obvious players, right? With McElroy, Scheffler, and Rahm. Do you think the winner is going to come from that group? Or are you looking at guys a little bit further down the board than those three? I've been burned too many times this year thinking that eventually someone not named one of those three guys is going to win a golf tournament. <laughs> and uh, at this point, you have to consider that they're, they're the, the hot, heavy favorites to win this, right? You've got history working against Scheffler. There's only three guys who have ever successfully defended a green jacket, and two of those guys are named Jack and Tiger. So if history is any kind of presence, it's not ideal. But if you've got Rory McIlroy in there, who's uh, – I got a little uh, – hold on a sec. I have a little CO2 alarm going off my house. We're good. Um, but you've got McElroy in there who's playing great golf. Peter Green, he seems to have found something in a putter that he liked at the WGC match play, which I think if you're a superstitious golf fan, then you think golfers have a certain amount of magic in their putter when you make changes. And Rahm has fallen off in the back end of tournaments and obviously was injured. At some point, the players didn't play particularly well, didn't look great at the match play. Of those three, I still think Scheffler's the best play, even if history is working against him because of the way he played last year and the way he has played so far this year. Mm -hmm. How do you think the best players on the live tour Mm -hmm. will do this week? Cameron Smith, of course, he's in the low to mid twenties, tremendous golfer Kepka now winning the event this weekend. Um, Healthy. Finally, he was not that long ago, Ryan, he was in that 80 to one range, maybe even a little bit higher. And now he has dipped to like 33 to one. There's a prop up. Will a live golfer win it? Uh, it's like around plus 450 or 5 to 1. How do you think they're going to do? I think if you're going to take live golfers, take them separately. I mean, Cam Smith has played this tournament extremely well for the last five times he's played it. He's been within earshot of it three of those five times, been on the medal stand three times. You have to like his chances here given his track record. Dustin Johnson's starting to come around a little bit, plays this tournament as well as anybody in the field. Uh, if you start to think age might be a factor for him at this point in his career, Okay, I, I guess that's worth considering, but I still think he hits it plenty long. My, my takeaway on Brooks winning over the weekend is 
that golf course that they play, I mean, I played it like three weeks ago. It is not that hard of a golf course. They're ba- basically mm. beating up a pitch and putt. Mm. So I don't know how much you can take away from winning at Orange County National, but that he has won twice in his six, last six live starts is something that has to mean something. And if you think about Brooks's track record in the Masters, there was a time when he got better each and every year, and the only place he had left to go was win. So he does like this golf tournament. He does play this golf course well. How about him moving forward? Where it was, he was an auto bet on any major. Where if he didn't win, he was certainly going to finish top ten or top five. And now the health issues. If what do you think this means for Kepka moving forward, though, if he can stay healthy and what his game looks like? If he stays healthy and he plays like this and he plays as confidently as he does, and that's the big thing for him is having that that self belief. And I think that was broken down a little bit the last few years, part because his body broke down, uh-huh. and you could see it in the full swing documentary. I mean, he he just seemed so concerned about guys like Scotty Scheffler beating him every week and that he could not be that consistent. But if he plays healthy, he can play as well as anybody in the world. I think he still has that caliber of game. It's just, will he do it for full seasons at a time or will he continue to do it in just spurts at the majors or select majors? That that's the big doubt here. And with Liv's schedule, it doesn't really help to kind of handicap that because you, you don't see these guys every week and you certainly don't see them in venues you can handicap every week. Mm-hmm. Let me throw two guys at you. Days on fire, six top tens and 13 starts. His odds have plummeted. Now you're seeing in the 20, 25 to one range. And I said earlier, your thoughts on day, but I also said earlier that you're going to hate yourself Sunday if you don't have a ticket on Morikawa and he wins. What do you think of those two guys? Yeah, I mean, the, the metric for me in determining that, you know, 10, 12 guys who can win this tournament is your strokes gain T to green in the last three months, in, in the calendar year so far. And you have to gain somewhere in the area of at least 1.4 to 1.5 strokes T to green per round in the last 12, 15 years, you're going to win this tournament. Those two guys are right in that range. They may not be the best putters in the world. Dave's much better putter than Morikawa is ever going to be. But Morikawa has had such an uneven season also that it is kind of difficult to put a ticket in on him with a whole lot of belief. But if you can find him, I've seen him at 29 at places. If you got him early, if you didn't, uh, I'm sorry, but... If you got him a little early, I think that's a tremendous value given the way that he has played tee to green this year. And Jason Day has had a couple of different very close calls of this tournament. One of my favorite masters is 2011, uh, the one he one of the ones he got away from. But he is playing really good golf. I I, I think he's worth having a ticket on this week. Both those guys are. Mm. Ryan, how firm are you on that with what you said where you think it's going to be 10 or 12 guys potentially that can only win the Masters, and um, as a follow-up then, who would be the longest shot on the board that you think would qualify for that? Given the metrics that I have, and this doesn't include live guys, so we're looking, we're looking at PGA Tour guys here at this point, so I think you can tackle on maybe three or four live guys, depending on what, how you choose to evaluate their play. But I think the longest shot you might be looking at is like a Keith Mitchell. He comes in at 10th out of the 10 guys that are gaining at least 1.5 strokes to green per round in calendar 2023. So he's probably the longest shot on the board there. And then you're left with a lot of guys you might think about. Uh, I mean, the other one that maybe comes to mind is Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, Tyrrell Hatton would have been a, a sleepy shot a few weeks ago and then obviously got hurt at the match play, didn't play very well mm-hmm. at the Valero Texas Open. So I would think people would fall back off of him a little bit just given the last few weeks. What are your thoughts on Burns and Fitzpatrick this week? Burns, the, the whole thing with Burns to me is, can he pl- putt on bent grass? because it's, it's Bermuda Burns. I mean, the, the guy just dominates on Bermuda grass. But for bent grass, it's, it's, it's just that the split on his bent grass putting strokes gained is just so stark. Uh, and it's more stark compared to many other players on the PGA Tour. But that all said, the last few weeks have been magical for him to win mm-hmm. the WGC match play, nearly three-peat. I mean, he had a very valiant defense at the Valspar going for that three-peat. He's playing good golf at the right time. I... I I don't know if this is the spot for him uh, to give that first major championship, but I would stay away from Fitzpatrick almost entirely. I just don't like what I've seen T to green from him this year. I don't know whether it's physical or whether it's in terms of approach or something's in his head. I don't know what that is specifically, but I don't like what I've seen. And I, I don't think 40 to one is a good number. For okay. Him. Okay. What do you expect out of tiger? He's a dollar 50 to make the cut. I mean, that feels like an auto bet, doesn't it? I mean, I, I know he didn't play, great rounds every time out at Riviera. But when he played well, it was magic. I mean, it, it was almost as good as the old days. He was giving himself great opportunities to make birdies. He knows this course better than anybody. If you think about how to make the cut in this tournament, half the field is, is done before they start. Mm-hmm. So as long as he doesn't get himself hurt, 
he should make the cut. I think I think that's a pretty reliable bet for the week. Okay, yeah. So it sounds like obviously you have some conviction to that one. It's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Our guest Ryan Ballinger, owner of uh, Golf News Net. What what else do you have? Like your strongest conviction across the board? Whether that is to actually, like first of all, like your your favorite golfer to win or your favorite bet on the outrights, but also like top five, top tens, top twenties, anything else that you're really really strong on this week? One guy I really like that's flying super under the radar, and, and I just love Carlos Ortiz as a player, but. Um, I think Morikawa really keeps coming back to me as, yes, he's a terrible putter. And I completely understand that he could miss a one-footer to win the Masters. But <laughs> <laughs> it could totally happen. But the guy is just such a great ball striker. And I feel like he is playing the kind of golf that you need to win this tournament. And it's going to be easy to look past that. I think it's also going to be easy to look past, but I think at your peril, Max Homa, he has no top 10 finishes in majors. I, I know that he has not shown himself out to be that kind of golfer yet, but Scotty Scheffler didn't have one either until mm-hmm. last year. So, uh, and he has developed into an incredible player, not the same arc as Max Homa. Homa's on a slightly lower arc, I think than Scheffler, but he has played himself into a guy who can play any golf tournament extremely well. And I think if you look past his major record, you're going to see that he's a player who could win a major this week. Okay. Uh, I, I think those are the two guys I really like under the radar. And the, I feel like Joaquin Neiman is not going to get a lot of love this week uh, just because I don't think a lot of people think about him and speak about him, but Mm -hmm. the way that he gains strokes, the way that he plays golf, I think is very suitable to this tournament. And then the last guy I'll I'll throw out there is Sunjay M. He has played this tournament well a number of different times. He is just outside of that radar of guys who are in that 1.5 strokes gain T to green range. I I know that he's probably not going to get, too many, uh, too many bets this week, but I, I love the outright markets this week. If you can get them Monday and Tuesday before they mature so quickly that there's really not a whole lot of value left. Very good. Excellent breakdown here. Uh, last thing for you. Betting on Jordan Spieth can be an absolutely wild ride. <laughs> uh, do you want anything to do with him at all this week, or are you going to stay away from him like, like a, the 10-foot pole? You don't want to touch the guy. I have stayed away from that guy for five years, and it, it felt like my mental health has been better because of that. Um <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you, you have actual U.S. dollars on the Jordan Spieth experience, but that all said, I mean, he, he just finds a way when he finds a way. But it, it, he also finds a way into the woods a lot and the water a lot, and I think it's really hard to find him particularly reliable in a win play, but I could love him on a top 10 play this week. Yeah. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, at Ryan Ballinger, owner of Golf News Net. Great spot today, Ryan. Thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the tournament. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yep. Great job. I mean, he said right there, I mean, right? Tiger's kind of an autoplay to make the cut. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, too, about the wild ride experience, no chance Adam Scott. No, Because like no, you look, no. well, you're sitting there 100, 125 to yeah. 1, but it's like, uh, you know, Indy Chef has given him out a few times, and you just watch, and, oh, Adam Scott for birdie yet again. No, Adam Scott, easy putt for par. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Can't do it. Oh. Seems like every hole, he's got a birdie opportunity. Completely shaky. Yeah, and that, what he said about Morikawa spot on. I mean, he's just, he's so talented, but you want to pull your hair out watching the yeah. guy putt? Yeah, I know. I have to do it, though. You got to bet him? Yeah. I think I, I, I'm with I'm with you on Finau. I I'm have to do it with Morikawa. Yeah. 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 Going to be great. Don't forget the in-play yes. stuff, though, too. Sure, oh, absolutely. Which the rights can always be a good yes. way to bet this stuff, too. Yes. Uh, Win-lose up next. Uh, Two-team Moneyline Parlay could have pushed a person into early retirement yesterday. Paul, you the details coming up on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to CallShe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Wild weekend yet again. Cash at LSU, 25 to 1 future ticket. They win the national championship and beat Iowa. Small dog in Iowa, a big dog Friday night. They were 5 to 1 on the money line against South Carolina and catching 11 and a half points, getting it done. Here's what Mitch was talking about a $100 two team money line parlay. Paid $16,000, $17,000 in that range. The Blazers were 14 to 1. The biggest upset in the NBA since 1993. They were 19 and a half point underdogs in that game. They had lost 11 of 12 coming in. They lost by 24, 40, 28, 14, 15, 16, and 17 points. Uh, Minnesota took money in that game. And the Spurs at night were 10 to 1 on the money line. They were 15, 16 point dogs. In Sacramento, they could have locked the division with a win and got beat at home. Grizzlies Bulls over 224 up to 229. Memphis led by 23 and then got routed in that game. T Wolves Blazers under 228 and a half down to 223. Soccer Huddersfield Town 4 to 1. They were victorious on Saturday. Brentford Brighton draw plus 310. Aston Villa was 5 to 1. They beat Chelsea who then sacked their manager afterwards. Friday shenanigans in the NBA movement that gets there the Bulls from 7 up to 12. Blew out the Hornets and the Magic on Friday, plus two, went off a four-point choice against the Wizards. And yesterday, they opened eight, closed 11 and a half, and blew out the Pistons. Connors wins the golf tournament. He was 30 to one. And the Bruins, fourth team in history to get to 60 wins. What a season. Pretty good. Blew a three-goal lead, but got it done yesterday in St. Louis. Subscribe, be part of the team, VEASAN Pro. Our radio and podcast friends, you always want to see these videos. Tweet in, email us, ftm at vcin.com. We'll put you on television, send it in. This is great. This is great with the puppy. Where either the puppy here has the hiccups. Yeah, and you hear him, right? He has the hiccups. He's trying to bark it out. He's looking around like, where's this coming from? What, what is this damn thing? I can't figure it out. He's looking behind him. He's like, I've never had this before. Did you? <laughs> he says he comes. He's just trying to bark it out and trying to get rid of it. Or uh, I'm perturbed by this, and I don't like it. You make it go away, right? You you want to take the over here. But let's go to the Cincinnati Zoo. To compare and contrast. Fritzy is seven months old, and Fritzy is almost 600 pounds. Bebe is 4,600 pounds. I mean, we think we like Fritzy is this lovable guy who just hangs out in a, in a baby at the zoo. He's 600 pounds. Look at, look at behind. So him. you're telling me like it's it's BB again? Yeah. BB is 
seven and a half times bigger. Does that look accurate to you? No. Right? It looks we'll over 5,000 pounds. Looks like it's got to be at least 5,000 pounds. You imagine pounds. that thing coming at you. Oh, my God. They can move, by yeah, the way. Yes, they can. They can scoop. Oh, yes, they can. No doubt about it. Our friend Nigel, Nigel Seely at Seely underscore Nigel on Twitter. Uh, good weekend with the soccer picks. And he was at the Arsenal match on Saturday. Look at that. That's on the bucket list. Get to a Premier League or a big-time soccer match. What a setup. And great seats, as you mentioned earlier. Look at the pitch. Beautiful. Pristine. It is. Good work. Absolutely. Some lose some. Friday, the Thunder from three up to six and the over 235 up to 243. No good against the Pacers. You're letting them hang around. You know, poor Von Tobel, who's got him 10 to 1 to participate in the play, and it should be over. The Mavs should be eliminated. OKC can't win a damn game here. Uh, and, the, and Friday, the Suns against the Nuggets. Denver sat everybody. From eight and a half up to 13 and a half, won the game but didn't cover. Yesterday, Golden State plus two and a half. Then the Joker news went off, uh, went off a four-point favorite. Couldn't win. Got a double-digit lead. That got hairy late. That was what one, one ten or one twelve ninety-eight. Yep. Denver, and next thing you know, it's yes. a two-point game. Yep. And the Warriors have the ball. And Leicester City and Chelsea both sacked their managers. And it wasn't that, again, that wasn't that long ago that Leicester City won the Premier League, and now they might get relegated. What a race that is, as they blew it against Crystal Palace. One lose some here. Milwaukee Brewers, they make the rookies put the full uniform on, and they have to go on a coffee run for the whole team. And as luck would have it, across from Wrigley, there's a Starbucks. So they go in, and they have their little, uh, little gear. And because, uh, I mean, you're looking at, you got to get coffee for everybody here with the Brewers. They come in. They have 30, 40 people. I wonder what that bill is. Can you imagine holding up the line to it? Oh, they someone... walk away with a whole cart? You got the whole cart, yeah. So absolutely. there's probably 30 plus drinks on there? Right. And you know there's got to be a couple of guys who are like, I want this, 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 oh, this. Yeah. Call by that, give me that. After right? a tip, that's a couple hundred bucks. Sure, right. Yeah. And you got dip, no, no sudden movements, don't want spillage, right? And bring it over. Oh, so, I, glor I so glorious out around Wrigleyville. So fun. Iron Eagle would have a field day if there was spillage with this. Yeah, yes, yes, he would. Yes, he would. And uh, a couple bad beats. Good job, guys. Orioles on Saturday. McKenna dropped the fly ball with two outs. Would have ended the game. Next guy up. See ya. Bye. Red Sox win. And uh, thanks, FTM at vcin.com. A viewer sent this in. An innocuous, uh, at the time it seemed, a, a match in Denmark with soccer. The total was two and a half. It was 1 1, four minutes in. And went over. My God. There you have it. That is. Win-lose. Another fun weekend. I'm seeing the Mavericks right now. The yes to make the playoffs is plus 750. I see 10 at DraftKings. That they moved it because I'm on DraftKings right oh, now. Oh, yeah, okay. What they, state? They adjusted. That's okay. They did adjust. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't see a lot of the master stuff you was talking. You were talking about. I must be in a different state. Oh, okay. Looking at the menu, but that's uh, what a sweat for Von Tobel. He's got 10 to 1 OKC to participate. Right. And then he's got that. Uh, he gave up plus 350 Dallas to miss. But now they certainly could, it's a high, higher price now. But what the, they're, all the issues that they've had lately here. Well, here's the thing, right? If you followed him on that and you bet the Mavericks at that price to miss, you can bet him plus 750 today to make it. Their path is not, I mean, if they get in to play in as the 10, then they have to win two games beyond that. Not this team. Can you rely on this team to no. win one game? No. Other than beating the Kings tomorrow night? They're not having any fun. And I know it was a competitive game, but what again, the, who, the foul who's by Kyrie? What did you, you think? Did you see the foul? Did you, you hated the call? What you I don't, what, that, you're going to make that call. I, there's two seconds left. They're not going to get a shot off. Yep. And by the way, I do agree with the people who said the referee was lining up to call offensive. That's what it looked and like. And he changed his mind. Uh-huh. That's what it looked like. So I thought the call on Capella was, was ridiculous. Uh-huh. That's not a foul. I would agree with that. And McGee makes one, and then they go to overtime. So yeah. this is going to be wild how this plays out starting tomorrow. I do like the way the NBA takes tonight off. And they say this is all about college basketball. It's your time to shine. So no NBA games, and then you get San Diego State and Connecticut for the title. All the yeah. marbles. Yeah. I, I mean. Well, what do you think? Are they just going to just run right through this entire man. field? They're 5-0 and ATS in the tournament, and they're winning by 20 points per game. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I bet them 12-1 to 1 after they beat St. Mary's to win the whole thing. 12-1. to 1. Really? So I'm sitting on that ticket. Um, 
I, I, the, I, I might pe- come back with the Aztecs plus. I just think okay. a seven and a half is a big number. Yeah, and to the people uh, emailing and tweeting in about their future tickets, yeah, you take the seven and a half, but you got to sprinkle a little money line in too for your hedge. Hmm. Take you got to take plus three ten or three to one. A little bit maybe. Plus three twenty at DraftKings yeah. even better. UConn was sixty months ago. Six zero. I gave up on them when they lost to Marquette in the Big East tie, the Big East tournament. I'm like, yeah, okay. Because remember, they fell apart the second half against Providence yeah. in the quarters. They were blowing them out. And no. I don't think they covered in that game. Because I, I was down on Providence because uh, they were playing down the stretch. So that's right. It's, they've won 16 in a row non-conference. I mean, they were dead. But again, they're playing like the team that was top five in November and December. Yeah. So so it's 65-1 it's to 1 against 85-1 to 1 tonight with your futures. Because there were big, you're right, there were big tickets on UConn. I don't know how the, the Aztecs are here. I mean, they, they. I don't either. But. I mean, to their credit, they gave away that lead against Alabama, fell behind, behind big, came back to win that game. Somehow. Yeah, they're down nine with ten minutes. Sure, Alabama. And then the game uh, yeah, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was ridiculous. I mean, Florida Atlantic to give that game away like they did as a nine seed. I mean, it's going to haunt you the rest of your life. Of course it will. Yes, you're going to go back and look and say, hey, we went to the Final Four and we won 35 games, but. You're up 14 with 15 minutes, and it's against a team that can't score. So yeah. it's a bigger lead than that. And, and all the mistakes they made down the stretch, and then the buzzer beater. Oh. Yeah, no offense to San Diego State, but this would be, and we're talking about a nine seed as a true mid-major. I don't even know, can you call San Diego State a mid-major? No, I know you can't. No. I know it's the Mountain West Conference. We rip on them every single year, and that prop went over this year because of them. No, they got a nice but, arena. Yeah, they, they, it holds like 18,000, 19,000. Yeah, they've been good for a long, long no. time. They were a two-seed with Kawhi that year. They would have gone. Right. They, it was a BS technical in that game, and they eventually lost to UConn. Chris is right. The, they were going to have been a one-seed COVID well, year. They were definitely two a two seed. with a chance to be a one the COVID yep. year. Yep. So, um, and this team just, they don't get blown out of games. One game this year against Arizona. They didn't have a chance to win it late. Yeah. That's pretty much the list. Yeah. We'll talk some uh, Major League Baseball. Steven Nesbitt's going to join us from The Athletic coming up next. Who has been impacted more from the pitch clock, pitchers or hitters? We'll ask him here on Follow the Money, Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on Visa. Hockey playoffs right around the corner. Whether you're rooting for your team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered for all the NHL action. New customers can place a $5 pregame money line bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Join the action now on DraftKings. Download the app and sign up with code VEASAN. It's that easy. Code VEASAN. We'll hit some uh, very early first MLB weekend observations here with Steven Nesbitt. Does a great job covering MLB for the athletic Steven, thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing really well. So again, th- we have to be very careful talking baseball this time of year. We have to preface almost everything by saying, it's very early, but I think people get it, right? So with the new rule changes after three or four games in the first opening weekend, um, observations from you, who has the overall advantage when it comes to the pitch clock, you think, so far? Is it the pitcher or, or, or is it the hitter's? I think we've seen the impact um, with these rules you just put on the screen that I think the the league expected and hoped to have. I think the pitch clock initially is going to favor hitters. Um, pitchers are used to taking 20, 25 seconds, especially late in games. You see closers yeah. just ramp up for Max Velo in the late innings, and, and you're not seeing quite as much of that. You know, Emmanuel Classe had a great opening weekend for the Guardians. Uh, his second outing, though, maybe it was because it was colder weather. Maybe it was because... He had gone back-to-back days, but his his velocity was down. Maybe that's something that where the pitch clock just doesn't let him uh, sit back and ramp up to 100 again. So I think that the hitters are going to have it. The, the, what the hitters are dealing with right now, and we're seeing, I think, probably more violations against them initially. I'll have to take, take a closer look at the final tally from the opening weekend. Is they have to be alert to the pitcher with eight seconds left in the clock, which is a little bit early. kind of means you can't walk around and take a spin uh, around the dirt or getting back in the box. So we may see some more violations there, but haven't seen too many really significant ones like we saw the first couple days of uh, spring training where there's actually a game-ending violation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's awesome. And I, I, you know, Smoltz said it's the best thing ever to happen to MLB. But a tweet you had, to put it in perspective, when the Yankees played the Giants opening day was two hours and 33 minutes. Last year, only the the Yankees played only five games 
uh, under that, and the Giants only two. That's amazing. I can't believe that. Yeah, no, it's it's wild. I was watching the whole game, and, and honestly, it shocked me how easy it was to sit there and watch a whole baseball game. You're used yeah. to it, just bragging, dragging on, and it wasn't a high-scoring game. It wasn't anything spectacular, uh, but it was just a sort of a breezy game that moved along quickly, had good action, had home runs, had highlights. I don't think Garrett Cole was any worse. Aaron Judge was any worse. Logan Webb was any worse because of the pitch clock. And we got everything we needed out of it. And we're seeing a lot more stolen bases as well, which I think is a, a plus in every way. Yep, so do I. And mm-hmm. I've also now on that note, I've seen people kick, like baseball people kick around. Maybe the league can adjust. I don't know how they would do this like early season or mid-season eventually, but event down the road, if they could like um, make the 15-second pitch clock with nobody on, maybe that goes up a little bit uh, in later innings. I don't know how they would do that, Stephen. Your opinion on that? High leverage spots, like a 4-3 game, runners on first and second, big spot. Now the pitcher's going to get 25 seconds rather than 15. Can they tinker, you think, with this? I think they certainly can. Right now, I don't think they want to give any indication that they're willing to do that uh-huh. because then you're just, the expectation becomes that playoff comes around, uh, late season games come around, and they're going to make the change, and I don't think they want to. We Think back to the World Baseball Classic. The biggest moment was Shohei Otani and uh, Mike Trout uh, facing off in the last at-bat of the World Baseball Classic, and that was a that would have violated every single pitch clock, every single point of those pitches. But we wanted that moment. We wanted that huge moment and to, wanted them to milk it. And it was worth it. Yeah. But I don't think the league wants to say today, like, yeah, in the, in the World Series, we'll, we'll make it a 25-second pitch clock instead of 20 with runners on base. I think they're, they may be willing to do that eventually, but they're not going to tell us that. They're not going to telegraph that. Because uh, once you do that, then where is the cutoff? Is it first day of the playoffs that you, you make the change? Is it... Uh, after the trade deadline. And, and so I think they don't want to go down that slippery slope quite yet until they've established, here's how well it's working. Mm-hmm. Here's where the violations are occurring. Here's where players maybe need a little bit more cushion. As long as you brought, brought up uh, Otani's name, do you think he finishes this full season in an Angels uniform? If I had to put money on it, I'd probably say yes. I think it's really hard for them to find an actual proper return for him. And they want to talk themselves into having a shot and with the with the greater wild card field i think they they could have a chance we saw for a little while last year they they sort of um fooled us into thinking they were contenders until everything fell apart in a, a terrible losing streak and a manager getting fired and everything so i think they would like to do everything they can to keep him but if it gets to a point where it's the only thing that makes sense i mean let's 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 get things started just like happened with juan soto we they can come together pretty quickly like we saw with soto last year um uh, going to the padres so uh, if I had to put money on it, I'd probably say he, he doesn't go. If I had to dream up the, the best storylines of the season, I'd say let's, let's, let's put him out there and let's see where he goes. Mm. I, I, were you high on Texas coming into the season? And I, <laughs> no. I, I love I the rotation coming in, and now they get that type of offense, and DeGrom's going to be like, what is this? What's this all I this wasn't? run support? So Right, and then on the flip side, how concerned? Maybe you had your concerns about Philly going in with Hoskins and, and Harper, but what would you take away from that series with two teams? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't particularly high on the Rangers. It's sort of, um, you know, how quickly can money fill some massive problems in your development system? Last year, they spent a half billion dollars getting the middle infield short up with Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon. And then this year, they buy a whole rotation, essentially, mm-hmm. and didn't even get the best version of Jacob deGrom starting off the season, yeah. but had offense from all corners against the team um, in the Phillies that had, uh, despite their certain uh, you know defensive uh, inefficiencies or liabilities, they're not trying to be the best defensive team out there. They do have good pitching and have paid and traded to get a better bullpen, and things really... Uh, fell apart in a pretty big way this year. I think it's a pretty big slide in my mind from where that team is. Right now, I thought they could hit their way out of a lot of these problems and uh, a really rough start. But I do think they still have the pieces where they're a, they're a top 10 team to me. Um, and the Rangers can't yet make that argument. But if they're, if their rotation stays healthy, if they can put it together, the way that offense is, um, it's not as many proven bats as you'd like beyond Seager and Simeon. But they do have talent. They have potential. And uh, certainly showed it in week one that they can be a a force in a, in a division that's going to be almost uh, next to impossible for them to actually win, but could make some wild card noise. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Stephen Nesbitt, our guest, does a great job covering baseball for The Athletic. I heard a lot of people make the case against the Rays this year, under their win total, missed the playoffs, etc. Again, one weekend here, and they played the Tigers of all teams. They looked impressive. Those people, you think, making a mistake maybe on the Rays? I think we... we 
a, a large segment of the baseball fan base likes to make that same argument every year. Every year. I've done it before. Yeah. I've done it before, but the Rays have starting pitching. They have enough starting pitching where if someone goes down, Shane Boz went down uh, a year ago. Uh, Tyler Glass now has continually gone down with problems. They have guys to step up. Jeffrey Springs was a, was not even in the conversation a couple of years ago. He was a non uh, a non starter in both both senses of the word. And he comes out and throws uh, six no hit innings and punches out twelve against the, the Tigers. Again, we're talking about right on the curve here. The Tigers uh, were the worst offensive baseball last year. They're uh, stoking fears that they may be just as bad this year. Um, and so, it's not a definitive first open uh, it's not a definitive uh, result here only having a first opening series but uh, the Rays did everything you could have asked them to in in this in this uh, first time around and um have to be considered a a real dark horse in that in that AL East sure what do you think of uh, Senga's first star yesterday for the Mets yeah great i mean talk about a guy who we know is good is has been great in Japan but how is this going to work in in MLB um he didn't have certainly the fanfare of an Otani because he's not he wasn't 22 or whatever coming over and he didn't hit as well. But the ghost fork is a real thing. He navigated a lot of traffic, a lot of trouble in the first inning, and then uh, was great the rest of the way. He has strikeout stuff. I think that's a big concern uh, with anybody coming uh, into the league for the first time. Is is uh, yes, they can pinpoint accuracy. They have six pitches, whatever. But can they actually? Do they have a punch out pitch? Do they have a, a strikeout pitch to get them out of a bad situation? And he showed. With a ghost fork, he certainly does. Yep. You can follow Stephen on Twitter. He is at Stephen Nesbitt. Does a great job covering Major League Baseball for The Athletic. Great spot today, Stephen. Uh, good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Yep. Be good. Here's the go. good word. Drag. Yeah. Baseball, not, not anymore. I mean, it's how enjoyable it is to watch the They're game. They're slow. Yeah, that's right. And like he said, he's like he tweeted, we're getting more baseball. Stolen bases and hits up, and we're taking half an hour off each game. Yeah. And it's not standing around and... And all the other garbage. So I, the, he's exactly right. And that, and that tweet about the Giants blew my mind. You know, the, the players in the box who would take 45 seconds adjusting the gloves, looking over to third base coach, right? Yeah. That's been, that's refreshing. Because that was so tiresome when guys would do that. Like every single pitch. Knock it off already, please. I get it. You have some sort of a routine, like a free throw shooter or whatever. Yep. You don't need to take a minute. Yep. Yep. So. Yep. Excellent. I also think that... Uh, I said this a little bit earlier. I think the Reds, in certain spots, catching money, some plus money, worth a look. They're they're starting pitching the younger guys. Green again ah, can be shaky. He can also be lights out. But Lodolo, Ashcraft over the weekend, very good starts for both of those two. And uh, that's certainly going to be a team that I have my eye on um, when specific guys are going on the bump. Cardinals could be an over team too. High scoring games. Yeah, I could see that. Good, good offense. offense. Yep. Very good offense. It is Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll recap our in-pocket plays going into the weekend and tell you what we've added for today. That's all coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're right. All right. The bad run continues. Apologies. Ice cold Friday. The T-Wolves plus 1. The whole team had the flu, apparently. I was not aware of that. And uh, they still had a 10-point lead at halftime. But the Lakers uh, ran them out in the second half. Huge win for Los Angeles. Big win last night. AD's been a beast. And amateur hour. Shame on me for not giving out money line. Yes, you had no business. You were very lucky to cash this. But should have. Uh, you'd be shocked on it. You got one and a half, that two, that two and a half. You'd be shocked how many times the team wins but doesn't cover. Oh, yeah. And it happened in the final four. Aztecs win by one. And uh, the Owls blow it. So uh, no good there. Going to ride this Boston train. They've scored at least nine runs in all three games. They take on the Pirates. Let's go over nine and a half here. At home, 4-10 first pitch against the Pirates. Crawford going nine and a half with the total. All right. I'm with you as well. That uh, game on Saturday, no bueno. Uh, FAU, San Diego State first half under. I, I need to double check. Was that a winner? Or did they score like 100 points in the first half? Couldn't miss. Yeah. Open threes were falling. That's right. We talked about that on Friday. Yeah. Yep. Um, San Diego State, no, nope, no good as well. One and a half. The Friday night game between the Pistons and Rockets was a winner uh, over 229. I did have fun actually betting the women's tournament. The final four, I just, I had nothing pregame for Iowa and South Carolina. I, I was up eight. I'm like, I don't think much is going to change. I grabbed them a couple times plus money to win the game. And then yesterday. Yeah, that's interesting because it was. I thought it was going to be nip and tuck the whole way. Even South, you thought South Carolina, but then they took the lead in the fourth quarter, and then yeah. Iowa hit them with like a six nothing run right after that. They did, and I came back and I bet LSU a couple different times yesterday before the game. You had to. To me, you had to. Oh, that was an auto play. Coming off the, you know, huge win, eleven point dog, and I right. It just it and did. LSU playing the disrespect card, and I uh, thought that Malky's game plan was going to be complete. Shame on Don Staley. Well, she did a bad job. Pathetic performance coaching on Friday night. They never adjusted to Caitlin Clark. No double team, no boxing and one, no denial. What are you doing? She's the best player in college basketball. Yeah. Get a, get a, do something. Don't let her have the ball. Double team, something, whatever. Yep, yep. And so LSU yesterday, but they all, but LSU to their credit, I mean, they hit a zillion shots yesterday. Today in Major League Baseball, uh, picked up a couple cents of value here, betting the, the Royals money line plus 115 against the Blue Jays. Down a little bit less than that now, I think, uh, at some spots, but. We'll see how this one goes. I'm on Singer at home. I'm against Barrios. And, uh, you know, it's betting baseball, so it can be a little tricky. So we'll see if I need the whiskey and revolver tonight. What are you going to get for runs? Support for Singer. It was good last year. But if they can't get the Barrios, get oh, some. Yeah. Uh, so pending. Stroud, first pick, plus 550. Rays most win in March and April, 14-1. to 1. And also pending. Kings plus 165 to win the Pacific Division. I'm panicking. You gotta calm down. You gotta, you gotta relax. I want a full. I want you a full. Now, a week from today, if they don't win their division, I want a, one segment from you <laughs> apologizing to me. <laughs> yeah, the 18 parlay has to hit him. Your magic number's one. 
Get everything you need to bet on baseball this season. 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, advice, data, strategy, only $9.99. And we'll get you ready for the Masters. Matt Humans tomorrow, Wes Reynolds, Jeff Seeley, Jeff Davis, the Masters betting guide. They'll break down every golfer in the field, plus future bets and matchups. And you get full access to VEASAN through the NFL Draft. Only $9.99. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You want some player props for tonight? Yes, let's we, do it. Here we go. This is uh, Sonogo, UConn, 16 and a half with the points. Uh-huh. I noticed that, uh, I think it was at DK, they were offering seven and a half rebounds on him yesterday. And he has hit at least eight every game so far of the tournament. I'm interested in the largest lead prop. Because uh-huh. UConn, UConn keeps blowing everybody out. Ooh. How high, well, what do you put up? 13 well, and a half? 14 or? and a half, maybe? Have you seen a number actually on that? I have not. I thought Circa would have it. Okay. I don't see it yet. You want to do first to 10, San Diego State's plus 135. First to 20, Aztecs plus 160. Okay. Um, I might get, get involved there. The team three-point field goals. UConn is 7.5, over is plus 120. We finally saw a team pop their threes against uh, the Aztecs on Saturday with Florida Atlantic. Yeah. And UConn's been pretty damn good shooting the three ball in the tournament. The Hawkins prop is 14.5 for points scored. Now, again, he was sick on Saturday. He came on in the second half, and I think he, what, finished with 13? So can he get to 14 and a half in this game? Who do you trust for San Diego State tonight? Bradley is 12 and a half. Trammell is 8 and a half. And Butler, who hit the game winner, I didn't think he was going to get the shot off. I know. Is 8 and a half. Didn't look like it. Hmm. I would trust uh, Trammell more than Bradley. Do you have interest in taking the Aztecs if the number goes to 8? No. You don't? No. This freight train, I think, rolls on. 5-0 ATS. The average margin of victory, 20 points per game. Their close call was against Miami, where they uh, win by 13. And it's just, it's, it's been too easy. And, and to think they were down at halftime against Iona, but then blitzed them. But the, the second halves as well. The Gonzaga thing was over early on, but... What they've done against Arkansas, Miami, St. Mary's, Iona. Yep. What a job by Hurley here. You can bet and, some uh, alt totals, by the way. Does this game have a better chance, you think, to go way under or way over? It's sitting at 132.5. So the alt total under 125.5 is plus 205. The alt over 140.5 is plus tough. 255. God, that's tough. I think it, you could get high scoring if it's a blowout, and it's just let's have some fun, and the game's over. We're not going to get after it defensively, but you could see San Diego State try to muck it up. And again, we keep saying it, but rest assured there'll be a scoring drought. That happens with the Aztecs, but uh, you could get an, uh, an ugly game here, and that could happen. Um, and this is it for Nance. I know you you like what he said Saturday. Oh, it's a great farewell message. Yeah, this is right up Mike Palm's alley too. Oh, 100 percent. He's the first guy I thought of. Gary Bender. He gave credit to the Brent Musburger. I was very happy. G- Gary Bender was part of some huge calls. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I forgot about it. Was he, I think he said Lorenzo Charles. Um, damn, what was the other one? There was um, yeah, Michael Jordan. Ben- Michael Jordan shot. Michael Jordan shot. Gary Bender. The yes. two guys that made me very happy with Nance's farewell message, bringing up both those that you just talked about, because he said he preceded Brent Musburger, talked about how he's respected the daylights out of him to this day. How can you not? And then he brought up Gary. Gary Bender, to me, had one of the best voices of all time uh-huh. as a play-by-play guy. And he is somehow he's been lost in the show. Like he is, he was incredible as a play-by-play voice. I did not. I know he passed away and I know he worked with him a long time. But I, I there were so many people that did not like Billy Packer oh, that's as, true, as an yeah. analyst, though. As an analyst, I'm as, saying. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, Bill, Billy's the guy who was always calling. He was anti-fun like me with the props. He's always calling for the technical for the guy hanging on the rim and stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and Billy, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't think Billy Packer was was all that great, but um, certainly running down his list and, and getting emotional. He said his hand was shaking. Yeah. Well, I don't believe it was his last time. I mean, so yeah, he probably lost sleep. Yeah. It's the last time he's called him um, for and a it's long, long time. It's Eagles' turn now, so yeah. can't, can't, can't wait to see Ian on the big okay. stage. Okay, how about this, Paul? Again, predicting the blowout here, if we get one tonight, but if it's the dog... At Circa, they're offering San Diego State by 21-plus points at 125-1. Oh, is that right? Oh, my God. That's Kramer with the Knicks and Reggie Miller. Of course it is. I mean, is. someone's got to get kicked out of the game I didn't know for that sure. to happen. How about three and a half plus uh, 585? 
I could see being see. I'm, yeah, I'm unlike you. you. I, I could see this being a close game. Yeah. I have UConn against sitting at twelve to one. I bet that after the St. Mary's game. So whatever, I might want to try to win both bets here. Are you concerned that it's the emotional crazy comeback? We're down fourteen. We hit the buzzer beater. UConn's had an easy time of it, and, and now nah, no, I don't okay. think so. No, and not, it's not like it's back to back days either. That's the other thing. Yeah, uh, overtime is eleven to one. Yeah. Yeah, but, something funky will happen. But again, congratulations. No matter, there's several huge tickets out there. I know it didn't go uh, everyone's yeah. way for the Owls. Um, and certainly there were a lot of big Miami tickets out there as well. But, you know, you got 60, 80 to 1 out there with hey. uh, both of these teams. By, by the way, again, I'll say this for the last time this entire year. That's why, and I said this earlier about the Masters, nothing wrong with cashing a top five or a top 10. When you look at next year's odds board, you don't have to take a long shot to win the whole thing. You can a better bet is probably taking that team at lesser odds to make the final four. And so for the people that were betting Florida Atlantic to make the Elite Eight and to make the final four, you also could have hedged at a huge number at this point. But what I mean, four hundred to one months ago to make the final four, you know, a little bit less than that moving forward in like into probably January and February, but those little teams like that, it's tough to win six. It's tough to win four. It's really tough to win six. So betting the final four from now on, yep. I think, has to be a part of somebody's portfolio. Yep. All right, that'll do it for us today. Uh, loaded week still. I mean, we'll do Masters every single day. More baseball as well. Playoffs right around the corner, NBA and the NHL. If you miss any of the show, go back and search. Follow the money wherever you get your podcast. You can catch it there. Uh, good luck betting tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.